Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. Please join us as Joey, Wolfgang, Sarah, the Gunthers, Mr. Gunther's cousin Carlton, and I celebrate Thanksgiving with Mr. Gunther's mother, Granny Gunther. Gunther is a widow. How old is she? Uh, she will turn 82 on November 27, 2008. If she's alive on May 24, 2011, Granny Gunther will be 84 years old. 84 is an important number in the Bible. Why is that, Lizzie? Well, Anna the prophetess was 84, and this number has to do with what a widow is in the Bible and the time of great tribulation that we are living in right now. You know we have to remember that we're to be thankful to God since we're celebrating Thanksgiving with Granny Gunther. I'll take notes so that we can make up a big poster that Granny G can see. Let's each try to think of a few things that we should be thankful for. Number one, God has given us the Bible. Number two, that God has opened up our understanding of the Bible and is correcting wrong teachings that we taught in the past. Uh, let's see. Number three. That a great multitude of people is becoming saved in our day, and that God has raised up family radio as a tool to reach them and warn the world. Number four. That the non-elect will not have to suffer punishment for all eternity, which shows the Lord's mercy. Uh, let me think. Oh, I know that we can know the exact timing of the rapture so that Christ will not surprise us as a thief in the night. And don't forget uh, number six. We must check out our own lives to see if we really are a child of God. That's great, guys. Granny Gunther, do you want us to talk to you about Anna, who was a widow for 84 years? And you will be 84 if you are alive on May 21st, 2011. I know, Carlton. That's the day that the graves will open and the elect will be caught up to be with the Lord forever. Can you see the poster, Granny Gunther? Thank you, son. That was sweet. Did Anna have a Bible, Grandpa? She had the Old Testament, Sarah. Today, we are blessed with the entire Bible. This ties into our first point on our Thanksgiving poster, that we have the Bible, just like you said, Sarah, by God's goodness. Why was Anna unique, Grandpa? At Christ's first coming, many were supernaturally told of his birth, including the timing of his birth, Jacob. These included the shepherds, Mary and Joseph, Zacharias and Elizabeth, and Simeon, who was told by God himself. Luke 2.36 says Anna was of great age. 
She was well over 100, and she had been married 91 years earlier. Can you tell us about the star, Grandpa? The wise men were led by a supernatural star, one so special, Sarah, that it pointed out the exact building where the Savior lay, as we read in Matthew 2, 9 through 10. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. What did Anna do all day in the temple, Mr. Gunther? Wolfie, we learn from Luke 2.37 that Anna departed not from the temple, serving with fastings and prayers night and day, which means that she was witnessing the gospel there. She came into the room while Simeon was prophesying. Did Anna prophesy? Yes, Anna spoke of this baby, the Savior, to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. From this context, we can be fairly certain that Anna and others had been able to study the scriptures and had learned that it was time for the Messiah to be born. Randy Gunther, Harold Camping showed in 1992 how an Old Testament believer could deduce the precise timing of his birth in Bethlehem, which means the house of bread from the Old Testament. My late brother Brian studied the book Adam When and other books that Mr. Camping wrote to explain the calendars of the Bible. Brian never saw Mr. Camping's newest books. We are almost there, and to God be the glory, because he died unexpectedly last year. Say, where did Anna stay in the temple, Mr. Gunther? Good question, Joey. It seems she had moved into the outer court of Herod's new rebuilt temple even though she was an elderly woman. Women were not permitted to go into the inner court by Scripture. Were others looking for Jesus, like Anna and Simeon were? Yes, perhaps there were others, just like Anna, who were expecting the Lord Jesus to be born and had actually moved into the temple or were working in the temple. Where did Anna learn of the timing of Jesus' birth? That's a good question, Lizzie, but as far as I know... The Bible doesn't tell us. However, God is revealing a tremendous amount of truth to his people. As point number two on our Thanksgiving chart reminds us, God has opened up our understanding of the Bible and is correcting wrong doctrines that were taught in the past. Grandpa, we also learned that God is saving a great multitude today outside of the church, right? That's right, Jacob. That is point number three on our Thanksgiving chart. A great multitude of individuals is becoming saved in our day and that God has raised up family radio as a way to reach them and warn the world. What else can we be thankful for, Grandpa? Well, Sarah, by God's mercy, we have learned the comforting truth that our loved ones who die unsaved will not be tortured in a lake of fire. 
just as point four says on our Thanksgiving chart, the non-elect will not have to suffer punishment for all eternity, showing God's great compassion. The old teaching of hell was developed to get people to follow a man-made salvation plan that could never save anyone. What about Jesus suffering twice as a lamb slain from before the foundation of the earth? That is something we can be thankful for. That's right, Lizzie. It is God's mercy that we now understand that when Jesus went to the cross, it wasn't to pay for our sins, but to demonstrate His love for His elect people by suffering twice. When did Jesus suffer the first time? I see that hand, Jacob. It was away from the foundation of the earth. Yes, Jacob. And what other new things have we been learning that we can be thankful for? Uh, Maria? We learned that the end of the church age was in 1988 and that everybody needed to leave the churches because Satan would rule there and nobody could ever become saved there again. That's right, Maria. That warning is something we can be very thankful for. If we didn't know we had to leave the church and that Satan was placed there by God to rule there so that nobody could ever get saved there, we also could never be saved. What about point five on a Thanksgiving chart, Grandpa? Let's read it, number five, that we can know the exact timing of the rapture so that Christ will not surprise us as a thief in the night. Does point number five have something to do with Anna? Yes, what we learn from studying Anna is, first of all, that the elect can discover the date and timing of Christ's second coming by diligent Bible study. Secondly, the account of Anna suggests that our duty now is fastings and prayers night and day, which has to do with giving the gospel to others and to watch. And in the Bible, that is where we are to watch for any time information and pray for ourselves, and for others. Grandpa, you forgot to tell us our memory verse. Actually, I didn't forget, Maria. And now is a good time to recite it for Granny Gunther, since you thought of it. Okay, I'll try. Mark thirteen thirty-seven, And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. But how do we watch in the Bible, Grandpa? That's another good question, Sarah. In these days, true believers will also be speaking with thanksgiving to each other and encouraging each other as God opens their eyes to see and learn the exact timing of His return and the rapture on May 21, 2011. And like Anna, they in turn will be sharing what they have learned with their friends and loved ones. When you say speaking with thanksgiving to each other and encouraging each other of his return and the rapture on May 21st, 2011, it makes me think about the real meaning of thanksgiving, Mr. Gunther. That's better than you complaining, Lizzie. Why do so many people quote Mark 13:32 and say that we can't know the day and the hour of Christ's return? Because they aren't comparing Scripture with Scripture, Maria. The Bible says in Matthew 4:4. 4, 4, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. 
In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verses 2 and 3, for example, it says that Christ is coming as a thief in the night. However, many people don't read on to learn that when they shall say peace and safety, meaning that people in the churches falsely believe that they are safe in the arms of Jesus, even though they remain in the churches where Satan rules and where salvation is impossible, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. What is the sudden destruction? Those who will be left behind will experience the shame and horror of the Day of Judgment, a period of 153 days in which this earth will literally become hell on earth. The true believers, however, will be raptured prior to this and will be given new spiritual bodies as they meet the Lord in the air. Now that is something to be thankful for. What about point number six? Yes, Maria, this is really the most important point of all for us to consider. We must check out our own lives to see if we really are a child of God. Hey, why don't we invite all the boys and girls around the world listening so we can sing together to Granny Gunther a song of thanksgiving? Oh, I'd love that.
Well, boys and girls, it looks like we've come to the end of another program. We hope you enjoyed it. For a free copy of today's program, please write to Treasures from the Bible in care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program is titled, Thankful to God. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next week when we'll learn something new and old from the Bible. Bye!